Hello everyone, welcome to Hairpins and Streets with Baba and Queen. Hello. Hi guys. I'm very tired. I know I say this at the beginning of every podcast. Mm, it's, but... At this point, it's, it's a rite of passage. You say, hi, hello everyone. Welcome to Hairpins and Streets. Baba will respond, hello. And she say, I'm very tired. And then I'll respond, oh, me too. But honestly, we are really tired. We deserve to be tired. It was the British Grand Prix. And guess who was there live? Your girls. I don't even know. Two Two book girls were there. Live and colored. Which is why we are so exhausted. Like, (laughs) if I Because we are broke girls. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, we are we are not tired because we are book girls. We are tired because we are two book girls who went to Silverstone. Mm. So yeah, and I think I averaged what thirty k steps over the weekend, mm. and Queen probably did like forty k because she's walking to Jericho. <laughs> I don't mean it literally. She's on some, you know, this girl. She likes doing macho things. So right now she's Jericho doing this challenge. challenge. Where they, well, they are not walking to Jericho, but somebody they are walking the distance to Jericho. So distance from where? Because you are in London. From London. So London to Jericho. Yes. So the people in Ghana doing this challenge, they what? What are they? No, no, no. It's just a name. So they'll just be. They are not walking. They they might not be walking to Jericho from Ghana, but they are doing from London as well, hypothetically. Hmm, okay. Anyway, so because of that, Shishu was embracing all the trekking that we had to trek. Even this one was better than the first time that we went last year because... It was not better. Think about it. It it was almost better. And then Sunday ruined it. Yeah, I think what makes it frustrating was was the whole transport situation. Yeah. Um, But we will talk about that after we go through the review because we have a lot of things to to talk about today which is funny because next week oh we have something to talk about as well <laughs> but usually we won't have anything to talk about after um the the race week you know but we have content lots of contents to share this time around so yeah. like we mentioned it was a british grand prix and we decided to go and experience um, Saturday and Sunday because last time we did just quali and wanted to do race day as well. So uh, yeah. we were there in person, but you know it's You're just another. Like this whole time that we've been saying that we were there, we we had to clarify that we were not there in spirits, but in we were spirits, there in person. You know, <laughs> we were there for the race, you know, just to make sure that you understand that. We're there when Lando passed Max. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But yeah, it was, it's still just another Max Verstappen podcast. And he won the race. Um, which makes this, what, 11 for Red Bull and 7 for... I mean, who's counting? Who's counting? For him. Um, we are all counting. Oh, no, not me. Never <laughs> me. Never me. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Friday practice, I don't think I was able to follow as much. As per usual, I was working hard in the office. Hardly working. 
<laughs> I was working hard or hardly working, but yeah, I was working very hard. Um, FP1, who topped it? I don't think Verstappen topped FP1 and FP2 way. No, he was. Or was it FP3 was, that he topped? There yeah. was like some of the sessions he didn't top he, them. He just, he was just cruising. He was okay. He knew yeah. what he, he would do. Oh, they, they were doing their own yeah. thing. He's on his own Oh, the car will not be that strong in. Hmm. Let's not talk about this. Anyway. Yeah, so, when they say the car won't be that strong, they are not talking about, oh, the car will perform at Ferrari level or Mercedes level, you know. They are just saying it's that. It's just not performance of, is this. Yeah, so instead of yeah. 21 seconds, they will win by 10 seconds or 5 seconds. That's the car is performing badly. Wow. Mm. Anyway, FP3, no, it wasn't Max. FP3 was Shao. Because we were happy that even though he didn't have a running in FP2 because of engine issues, in quotes, he managed to top there. Like, he gave us hope, you see? And I was seeing it. It's just a life of very high highs and very low lows. That's why you must control yourself and not have, and not bask in the glory. No, you okay, cannot tell me not to be passionate. You cannot okay. tell me this. Enjoy your lows. Yeah, the lows are very low. I'm still low right here. Anyway, um, is there anything we wanted to flag in any of the FP sessions? Nope. Apart from the fact that Shao wasn't able to start FP2, so he just lost the whole, uh, just chilling in his garage. Can I just yeah, see? There was, there was this wall around like there was and there was a fire extinguisher so apparently it was not looking great and we really did not expect him to come out in like even in the first like 20 minutes it was just written off as Charles is not going to come out because it looked like a very serious issue but personally i think it's a bit fishy that or maybe not fishy so there are two schools of thoughts there's like the um, conspiracy theory people who think he's being sabotaged internally and there's the you know a bit more realistic but we still think there's something fishy that every single time there's a problem with setup engineering issues electrical issues it's coming from one side of the garage so it can either be a conspiracy thing or it can be that Shao needs to start or Ferrari needs to start reviewing the engineers on one side of the garage because it's a bit much. It's either these two options or the third more maybe logical non-conspiracy theory option being that he likes to, and he says it himself, he likes to experiment a lot with the setup of his car and he goes for like more risky setups and maybe like being so quick to try and be risky about his setups means there's more risk as well to like the engineering aspects of it so then it means that he's getting more issues not because like the people in the garage are doing something either sabotaging him or are not good at their jobs but they are just doing things to the car that the car has no business doing so shall can perform higher like i mean I don't know. It's it's a bit of a stretch for me because I feel like that's the job. Like that's their job as engineers. To if your driver likes a risky setup and you have to find part of it is mitigating that risk. But it seems like these days they're just slipping. It's just they are not catching anything. 
and these issues were not happening last year on these same tracks so it's like what has changed is what it that the car don't have the car that the car has made has it difficult uh, well so then engineers me i'm i'm laying the blame on you guys exactly Zavi, Zavi, Zavi. Was it ah yes, Koli? So now let's let's go to Koli, where we were live in person, and then we bought them radio thingies that like give oh, you yes, give you direct commentary, right? So when you are there, you can hear their speakers and everything, but it's not very clear, especially like when the cars go past or everybody erupts. Then you can't hear what, what commentary is going on. Um, but for those of you who would like to go to Silverstein at any point in time, just make sure you get they're just 15 pounds. Um, don't say just they are 15 pounds. <laughs> they are 15 pounds. Compare no, honestly, it's just compared to what we went there thinking we were going to buy. No, but if like you are coming from Alpine headsets, if you are coming from was, Ghana, it's it, not just 15 pounds. If you are from Ghana and you are there, God has already blessed you. So add <laughs> the 15 pounds. <laughs> so the Alpine headsets we were potentially going for, we found it in Abu Dhabi for like 160 pounds. So here we were sweating like, oh, when we go, this is what we have to buy to be able to tune in. Because there's like the regular earmuffs and then there's like the ones that you can use as actual headphones and then tune in to the right station as well and then we go there and we were we were asking and they're like oh it's just 15 pounds i was like ah is this guy lying to us like what is he sending us to go for and then we got there and it was well and truly 15 pounds but it can only tune into one radio station silverstone radio station the best station queen's new favorite my station. favorite i tuned in today it was just oh it's available static. here no it was just static Oh, I was so sad. Yeah, it saved my life during our walk to Jericho. Yeah, yeah, you just have to be in the zone. Anyway, during Koli, what happened? I mean, I feel like this is the best time to talk about Williams. I don't know what they put in the car, what cocktail of drugs, no, but to be very honest, Koli was worse for them than free practice because free practice album was on fire like and i think sergeants was even in top 10 so they themselves were a bit more like album actually apologized to the team after Coley that like he's sorry because the car could have done better this is like that's why were they there that's the thing like no uh they've come the with the so it's like you don't understand the the Williams, mclaren it's like the big teams are going backwards the mercedes that was coming with some Upgrades, they upgrades now look at them they were languishing Ooh. mercedes fans <laughs> and that when we get to silverstone you see hey he didn't but even I expect Lewis on the podium yeah I, I mean we didn't expect it but they made it happen it was a series of mitigating yeah they did not I, honestly, they did not make anything happen they yeah. didn't make it happen did Lewis, as usual they I, were there to pick up on Ferrari, Ferrari's mess, mess ups, and also Checo's whatever he's yeah. doing. Yeah. Oh, Checo, <laughs> Checo, Checo, Checo. So again, 
for Quali, Checo didn't make it for the fifth time in a row into Q3. It's Checo. like, what is going on, Checo? The way I screamed, Honor will kill this boy. <laughs> <laughs> also, because as what, usual, with you? I was the only one shouting for certain people. This time, I was shouting for Shao. You would think that he would have more people shouting for him, oh. it is but the it's British really the British Grand, Grand Prix, Prix because <laughs> I know I had more support in Abu Dhabi for Shao. Like I don't know. Anyway, yeah, the Lewis was the most popular. Like in our stand, it didn't matter like who was passing. Lewis got the loudest shout, and then later on, Lando. Everybody became a Lando fan. Everyone, every everyone was a Lando fan. Yeah. And there were some friendly people encouraging me to scream for shower. It's like they are shy to do the screaming themselves, but you do it. Thank you for, you know, showing up for the team. Like, okay, it's okay. I got you. Anyway, do you want to flag anything in Kuali? Yeah, so there was an unsafe release for DeVries. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I keep hearing about um, Danirik getting the seat oh, yeah i saw i saw an article today but it's probably like a tabloid type article where they said danny rick is going to take the visa's place um and then for the rest of the season it's going to be be um chunoda versus ricardo for the red bull seat like so the rest of the season will I'm, be measuring them against each other i'm trying but to understand a... i still don't get it like what went wrong with Davies? And in considering Daniel Ricardo for the seat, I mean, there's also Liam Lawson, right? Yeah. And Liam Lawson is he's basically the same as Davies with all these qualifications and championships that he has won. And I'm just wondering, like, what went so wrong with Nick? And does it mean that? That might be why they will consider Ricardo over Lawson because yeah, they are, they think it's just the same thing that's going to happen. No, I don't. I don't think they are considering Daniel because they think it's the same thing that's going to happen. If they are considering him, even like remember these are still rumors, but to me it makes sense that in the middle of the season, if you are going to kick one person out, especially given their track record of kicking people out and replacing them with people of the same, let's say, caliber or, or experience, it hasn't gone well, right? Mm. So take Gasly. When he was replaced by Albon, Albon was also fresh, the fresh kid on the block, not much experience in that context in F1, and he took his place and he crumbled, right? Now take Sergio Perez when he was signed on. This is someone who has been in the sport since what, either 2011 or 2013. Like, he's been around for a long time. So the pressure of Red Bull did not affect him as adversely as it affected the other two, which is how oh, no. he's been able to hold his own. Right now, he's he's just being his own enemy. Like, let's he's self-sabotaging big time, right? That's, so that's aside. If I were, like, making the decision... Given this track record, I'll be like, if I'm going to kick someone out in the middle of the season, I'm going to put in a more experienced person as compared to, you know, at the start of the season where everybody is now still coming to terms with the car and all that. It will give a rookie more of a chance to, like, learn quickly, 
while everyone else is also learning as opposed to everyone getting already being used to the car and then you just throw them in i mean there's no guarantee that daniel is not going to struggle look at mclaren but he's more familiar with the characteristics of red bull toro Rosso cars than he ever was in that mclaren like and and even same, with f1 in general yeah and it's it's just coming to bear that now his sim times have drastically improved so it means that he's just back to driving in his natural element that he's always been used to and the support he's feeling for the red bull family is just enough for him to get his mojo back to become his old self and even though it's taken the opportunity away from younger drivers if it does happen i'm really happy to see the real daniel ricardo back again because when you think about it he's still a really good driver when you think about his stats he and given the opportunity he just might be better than at least half the drivers on the grid mm. maybe mm. i'm a daniel Rick mm. fan mm. i don't this know one day take away the two years Take away the two years. He was one of the best, most sought after people. Like you can't tell me about how to drive in two years. On the current regulation, not so much. In the current era, not so much. So that one is it's no, still taking risk. I disagree. I disagree. It has more to do with McLaren. You are, you are being a fan. No. no, no, no. It had more to do with Mac McLaren's quirky qualities than the new. Yeah, but we still can't Because still. he was still struggling no. in 2020. What? It's still an experienced thing, Baba. And he does. He still doesn't have that. You can't say that giving the chance. you <laughs> yes, did he drive last year? He and drove we, last, last And we saw that. That's what I'm saying. We saw what he did. So, given the experience, you won't know if... I disagree. Fancy. It has nothing to do with the regulation. Like, you can't yeah, but I'm that, saying that if the current era of cars haven't now. done so well, do you get? No, no, so, no, you no. can't say given the opportunity, you'll be better than half of I'm, the drivers on the grid. No. no. Jesus. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if he gets to terms with the car, which we know him for, in his best element, yes. yes I'm not saying that as soon as he, he gets into the car, he'll be perfect. No, no way. Is there still a lot of ifs, but I hope he it's gets into one the car. If. The one if is, is if he is able to get to grips with the car, that's all. The Danny Rick we knew before McLaren would be back. Finished. Mm. Just never got to turn today. Mm. And it's not a regulation thing. It's the kind of car. Danny Rick fun. No, as I just I don't agree. It has nothing to do with uh, me too. I don't agree with you. Yeah, let's agree to disagree. Agree to disagree, cause um so back to Kali. Track limits came up this time around as well. We had Albon, Stroll, and I think Sargent who had um their track times deleted, but it wasn't as dominant, predominant as on the Austrian track. And the other thing I wanted to flag was that Verstappen crashed in the pit lane, which is half of no, Barbie's prediction. Was that Koli? It wasn't yes, Koli. that was Q1. Really? Yes. Oh. That was Q1. I thought it was the main race. No. My prediction was for the main race. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't the main race. It wasn't Q1. He didn't crash hard enough. <laughs> because the prediction was he was going to crash into Checo. Checo. But Checo mm. didn't even make it. 
Yeah. <laughs> but you, he was there. <laughs> no, 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 no. We already knew he would not make it. <laughs> we already knew. So, what was the next race? Spa. Mm. Do you think he will make kill, uh, whatever, kill three? I'll not be surprised if he doesn't. Mm. Because it's just Let's one of those things. Going. It's just one of those things where you, you need to feel it. And right mm. now, he's gotten so much into his head that the more he wants to do it, the worse it becomes. Mm. But this time around, um, somebody made a point which I agree with. It wasn't like they came out afterwards to say, oh, the reason why he didn't make Q3 was because he was sitting outside for so long, he lost tire temperature. And in that case, he's not the one at fault, right? It was a team decision to leave him out there for the tires to cool off. So he shouldn't be the only one to blame if that's mm -hmm. the real reason, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the next time, let's see what happens. But it's been raining a lot. Like, this means one can rain, as we all know. Anyway, Shao also flagged during Kuali that knowing what he knows now and the fact that he decided to accept responsibility for how the car has been behaving in mixed conditions, he sets his car up differently this time to mitigate and he's been practicing. And if you people remember, when was it FP3? It started raining. Shao said that he would not go inside though. He, he, as soon as it started raining, that's when he decided that he's going on around slicks to to assure himself <laughs> that he's learning. Yeah, he's a good student. So yeah, let me take risks. Let me crash so that I'll show the people that I mean what I mean. And I said what I said and I mean what I said, you know? Yeah, so Shao, Shao, I mean, this is why I like him. If he's at fault, he'll raise his hand and say he's at fault, and he'll work on it. And we saw results in one week. Ah, Dr. Magic. Anyway, yeah. I'm trying to remember what happened to Gazdi. In which one? In Kozi. But I can't remember what happened to him. I do remember that Stroll, Stroll is becoming a bit of a menace. No, I feel like sometimes he's always been he's a always, he, 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 it just menace. comes up like he shows it when you when you least expect it. So he he costs Ocon Q3 and oh yeah, he impeded him, didn't he? Yeah, but what did he do? I want to say he impeded him, but nothing came out of it. He didn't get a penalty for that. So mm. I can't remember what he did, but I do know that he, he compromised him a bit and then cost him um, Q3. So, um, Ocon was out. He was not amused at all by this. Are you sure you're not mixing it with the main race? Or it happened with Koli and the main Koli, race? You. The same guy. Stroll he took Gasly out. Stroll, yeah, Stroll yes, took Gasly out in the main He impeded Ocon in Koli. Ah, Ocon, Charlie, me, the only person for me in Alpine. <laughs> Pierre Gasly! There are two drivers in every team. Uh, no, for me, if you've not realized by now, there's only one driver in certain teams for me. I can mention three names. Lois Hamilton, Charles Leclerc, <laughs> Pierre Gasly. There's hmm. only one driver in all teams. Is that how is that what you are doing to baby dragon? 
Oh, baby drive. He didn't say <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Before we move to the main race, right? I just want to talk about the controversy in the Ferrari camp as usual. Like not the clown strategies. Is that a weird? After I said clown, I was like, is this supposed to be C R? <laughs> <laughs> no, you got it right. Okay, fine. So many of you would have heard Charles's um sarcastic comments about oh. Carlos crossing him at the last um turn of Collie, or let's say, you know, the very last two minutes when everybody is struggling to come come on out. I wrote a dissertation on F1 page <laughs> for those of you who are interested. One out of four. And let me let me read the thesis out to you. I wrote it in notes and transferred it because I was very passionate about it. And I know I said I would not talk about it, but I have to talk oh, about no, it. Oh, no, no, no. Please go ahead. We like it. Number one, Ferrari alternates who gets track position priority every quality. How do we even know about this? Because science has done it before where it wasn't his turn to be prioritized. And he prioritized himself. And Sean was like, oh, it's okay. He will do it next time. So then they were explaining what that whole exchange meant. And they said, oh, they, they alternate between quality, who gets priority, whether they want to go first or last, right? Last week was Carlos's turn. As always, Shao is the obedient, nice guy, you know, obeying these rules. And now it was his turn, which is why they swapped them in the pit lane, right? So people were like, oh, they're always prioritizing signs. No, it had nothing to do um Shao. It had nothing to do with prioritizing anyone. It was not the team's call. It's a team arrangement. And they both agreed to it. And Shao agrees to, and that's it when it's his turn. But Carlos has a habit of not doing it when it's his turn. And the funny thing was, when Shao said he wants to come for it, he acted on the radio as if the team was trying to prioritize. And that's something about Carlos I'm beginning to realize. He talks a lot on the radio to portray something that is mm. not there. It makes so for people who don't know the background, it's like he's being wronged when he's not being wronged. Because everyone in the team knows that what he's saying doesn't apply. But for the outside listener, it's like, oh, you guys are prioritizing Charles again. When everyone in the team actually knows that Shao should get the priority because he listened to you when it was your turn. Why is it that when it is his turn, now you have gone on the radio like, it's not fair, he's P3, you are P4, so why are they letting him go first because you are more at risk? Are you serious? The track was evolving the whole time. It doesn't matter whether you're P3 or P4, all of you will go down at the end of the day. So if P4 is at risk, why is P3 not at risk? Like, what do you mean? And why is it that when it's someone's turn to be prioritized, as per the agreements, both of you agree to, oh no, it's not fair. Like, what kind of human being are you? It makes me really question, like, his degree of selfishness and who he thinks he is. It's really bad. Mm -hmm. Anyway, like, you would think, oh, if somebody respects an agreement when it's your turn, when is my, like, when is my turn, you to respect it. Like, it's mm -hmm. nice to respect each other. How do you think that the relationship you people have will continue to grow in a positive direction if you keep doing things like this? At a point, the other person is going to get tired. And, like, I just don't get it. So, 
After they swapped them in the pit lane, now Shao goes on ahead. And right before he was about to start his lap, guess who crosses him? Carlos. Right? So that was the reason he made that sarcastic comment. Because everyone in the team knows that Carlos wasn't supposed to go first. He, he acted like he's been the team player when they let him cross. He complained, blah, blah, blah. Now Shao goes ahead. And at the last minute, he does what suits him. Mm. Wow, what a team player. What a nice guy. So if somebody is being sarcastic, then you see people in the comments like, Carlos is not being treated fairly. He deserves better. No, he does not. Because that's not the matter. Like, you do not understand the pattern, the fact pattern of this case. And honestly, I don't know how long they are going to continue like that. Maybe we are the ones sitting on the outside thinking, oh, it's drama, drama. Maybe Shao really doesn't care. And he's just like a nice guy and he continues to be friends with him. But I don't know how many people will continue to have like agreements disrespected and some somebody being one-sidedly selfish. And then we all want to win. So only me, I should be nice. Now we, I shouldn't win again. At a point, I think I also put my foot down. And you could tell that Shao was like getting annoyed about it because yes like obviously Carlos has done it so many times we say it was in the heat of the moment or all that but the fact that his first his initial reaction was annoyance should tell you that like he's getting fed up he will get there eventually and obviously he wasn't expecting Carlos to do that so imagine if he ended up hitting and you know I know you're supposed to be behind me I wouldn't expect you to cross me you saw he made a move like when he did that it didn't actually end well yes he ended up p12 <laughs> or something you see because he made a he almost hit into someone's back i forgot him who you see and i was like ah so you rushed and did all that and you got there and look out you just messed up anyway. so you, he he talks all these things he says all these things and then he jumps you give him the chance and that's another thing you know, and the thing about charlotte after the during the press conference they were asking him and he was like he said saying oh heat of the moment is fine but like they both understand what it is and they will talk about it later because it wasn't right right but he didn't throw carlos under the bus what does carlos go and do he goes to stand there and he's like oh yeah we were p3 and p4 it was Charles's turn to be prioritized. So he had the guts to say that it was Charles's turn to be prioritized. After whining and everything that he did, he did say it was his turn to be prioritized. However, he realized that if he didn't do what was best for their team by crossing Shao, both of them would have been, been eliminated. And I'm like, what? If Shao had gone ahead and you had followed What's the difference between the swap? What makes because you think that thinks if that you he's better ahead? He thinks that he's better, so he should be given the chance. That's what makes it a lot more annoying because he pulled together a horrible lap because he almost ran into someone. And then Shao went ahead and got what we thought as a then was P2. P2. So it's like you did all that and this is what you could do. It was horrible. And then you come and stand there and say, oh, because you had to go for the betterment of the team. Who does he think he is? Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> who are you that you, you, you have to go and save your team? And you did a horrible job of it. Is that how to save a team? Ellie.
it's too much do you know even at the end of the race he went to tell and he always does it with spanish media that's why people like really so it's all politics and he's so good at it he during the interview he said again that he was faster than Shao in this race who in the race we saw with our eyes <laughs> ah. good for him really good for him and when you when you're talking about this has reminded me that um Brad the outborn rumors Brad Pitt and his uh -huh. were on track Italy, Italy. <laughs> because Carlos was following them. That's how yeah. he it. He was making um, sure that he'll be in the cards, Mr. Politics, Mr. Optics. Mm -hmm. Hey, that should be his new name, Mr. Optics. So we, we, saw, we saw the car. Oh, I'm forgetting the name of the team again. APX. I'll never forget. <laughs> they raised the same they raised the race <laughs> they raised so much they got so many laps and then the race started and they came again yes get shots. <laughs> yes shame hey guys it wasn't easy for us so the way the rain was beating us <laughs> but for the for the love of the sport so we went through it anyway How for anybody who wants the rest me? of my thesis against carlos just pm me I'll send it to you. I have four points. I only elaborated on one, which was a recent one. Before before people would call us povos, we were in the grandstand. So. <laughs> Maria, still <laughs> povos. Well, you know that there was experience. No, there are levels. Club. Level yeah, but level. that's a higher. But there were people in general admission there. <laughs> like we were last year. Yeah, so, how far we've come. <laughs> yeah, we were in. A covered grandstand. How the rain was beating us. Only, only God knows. The rain decided that it was changing direction to allow the wind to blow it into the grandstand, Charlie. And the wind was painful. I can actually understand Max Verstappen, Verstappen complaining about, you know, the wind and you know all the other drivers that did as well because honestly that wind it was, was ghastly <laughs> like just thinking about it right now i feel cold yeah that was, was how really bad cold. it was it was really really cold but anyway yeah. do we want to talk about the race for a bit yes so lando took the lead immediately and it was like whoa and i, oh, was, like, I was... can't believe it i can't believe it i can't believe it it was beautiful it, it was, was it was such an emotional moment and i'm glad you got to happen. experience it because yes. it was a goosebumps inducing moment oh, yes amazing I, stuff and everyone the fact that he gets in there for five laps oh hey, yeah. like the boy can't and, drive and how close piastri was to max yes. hey like yes you remember like when he, he was said, so was close like, that was like he almost got max as well yeah he almost got him and he and they could have touched himself, that's how Lando close himself he was. said piastri almost got him as well and you know at a point piastri yeah. was like i'm faster let me too yeah, yeah. like oh hold and they were like oh, we oh. beg um um piastri won't attack you they told lando that piastri won't attack him so they both, they he both was honestly him. yesterday piastri was minister of defense i just he was amazing I was so impressed, so so impressed. And then what else happened? Then Ferrari disaster. Ferrari happened. 
Yes. Ferrari. Why is it that I will wear my Ferrari shirts, hold Charles Leclerc a flag, shout only me, was the only me in the whole grandstand, shouting when he comes to pass, only for them to do this nonsense as per usual. Like, I just didn't get it. So, here's the drama, right? I'm sitting there and then, first off, Russell and Chow were competing the whole time. And when I tell you it was close, it was so close. Because the national pit streets where we were sitting, every time the two of them passed, I would just, I would just be like, Chow, raise your body. Because it looked like Russell was about to overtake. And he just kept him behind. And the whole time I'm like, okay, Russell is on the soft. And Shao mm -hmm. has been able to keep him behind. So they just have to medium, keep this right. And get like Russell to go in and change his tires. Whatever it may be. Like you are on the mediums for a reason. Mm -hmm. So ask me why even before the um, pit window started. I mean like one or two cars had gone in. But most of those on softs were still out. Yeah, because Russell went on. So he went past lap 16. I think he it was got, around lap 18. But he got to lap 27. He got to lap 26 or so before he pitted. Yes. So I'm like, if, just waiting. Like, wait. You see, and, this is my this is my issue with Ferrari. Ferrari. Ferrari is reactive. The day they decide to be proactive, we cry. So it's like maybe then them being reactive is even better. Because there's a reason. <laughs> strategy and you sucked what's his name inaki last year but it's the same thing you guys are doing this year so, oh, so who is who is running the strategies because it's obviously j-a-i-n i forgot his first name no i'm saying but that he like, was his number two so it's the same thing it's the same because thing it's his protege who is who is on right yes and then this is not the first time they've done this so because remember when I was wearing my McLaren and I screamed? Yeah. Same thing they yeah. did that race where they pitted him when he was on mediums. And it's like, and at least that one, there was a reason. They said he was struggling on the mediums. That's why they pulled him in and changed the tires. Like, because he just didn't have any pace on it. He was struggling. That was fine. This time they said they were trying to undercut Russell. Why? Undercut him and they put him on hearts. That's fine. If your hearts actually work with your car, which they don't, we all know this, that Ferrari and hard tires, I don't know what they used to do. Depends on the track, their, sometimes it surprises yeah. us, but, but you time. see, that's the thing, it's a surprise. So why are we losing track position for a surprise? Like you have a sure banker, like you have a sure strategy, then you lose it for something that's a surprise. And, and then it's not like they were struggling with tire degradation like there that. There was no, there was nothing happening. And the weather was good enough for Ferrari tires. Like mm -hmm. most of the time, high degradation when it's really warm, warm, very hot. That's when the issue comes about. But this time, it was almost raining. It was so cold. Even when the sun was out, the wind was so cold that like the temperature was low. So then, why are you pitying him? And it was so obvious to everyone. Like, people started laughing because, yeah, very classic Ferrari move. And I'm like, okay, maybe, just maybe, there's something we are not seeing here. No, it was a mistake. Mm. 
So this is how from P4 to P5 they ended up P9 and P10. Yeah, and, and Carlos... And they screwed Shao so much so that Sainz ended up ahead of him and wanted it to be that way. And it's not like I want to take a dump on Sainz all the time. But Sainz doesn't care about the team. He cares about finishing ahead of Shao full stop. So there was a point where when they, I think they messed him up after the safety car, and um, Ricky was like, because of the hats he's on, he's going to lose three positions. And he was like, tell me who to quickly. Chase, what's the, the problem for him is Shao coming to pass him. Not that I'm going, like, to him, as long as I finish P9 and Shao is P10, it's a good team result. Not that we they just messed up both our strategies and we've both gone from P4 to P5. And, and you know very well that where Shao was behind you, he wouldn't have been there if they didn't put him that early and mess him up so honestly i kind of get it if he's being so selfish now because of his contract negotiations right but, but the problem is a that good thing for the team yes the that's team, the problem you as a team player exactly. or you think your time is exactly up, or you want other teams to see you exactly why in yeah. Is, so then this his attitude is rather showing he won't stay yeah. in the team if you he's want to be selfish. like he won't stay in the team if you want to be selfish be selfish with your chest that's why i like max just say it with <laughs> your chest you get you cannot do it you want to do this you want to prior prioritize yourself just say it with your chest but don't come in cover it in shroud it in oh i'm doing this for the benefit of the team well, we can all obviously see that it is for your benefits. It's not for the team. It's like you are taking everyone for well, you get people who support him. That's why. But you are taking everyone else for idiots because you are trying to play the team game. We can see your actions do not depict a, a team game or being a team player. You are a selfish driver. Keep it that way and own it. He's not always like that, but I think he's just that kind of person too that starts to get in his head when he when he's thinking about things and he overdoes it. He overthinks things. So if you remember McLaren when he was about to lose his seats, the same thing happened. The normal Carlos disappeared and then the small small pulling the chair from Lando have become mm -hmm. competitive. It wasn't going to help him to remain there. Like if you are going, you are going, right? But he just had to become like a more ruthless, should I say, kind of person to secure a seat somewhere else. If there's the same thing happening here, I get it. But if his aim is to be seen as a good driver for Ferrari, like, you've been there two years. If they don't know your worth that you think you are at this point, there is nothing you're going to do now that will make them think you're more talented than Shao. So is it the selfishness that will make somebody wake up one day and say, wow, we had this treasure and we didn't know. So, yeah. It's either he knows something we don't know and he knows he's not going to secure his contract or because they are dragging their feet now, he's just trying to do like big boy things so that they see that, hey, I used to be a team player, but now because of what you guys are doing, I'm showing you how it could also be, like, I don't know, power play... I really don't get the rationale, but whatever it is, sort it out. Yeah. 
daughter's house, their daughter's house. Let's talk about messages for a bit because <laughs> Russell. Um, so Russell had a good race ish. He tried very hard. Yeah, he, he did really make, well. He made, he made yes, the he, moves yes. and then got stuck behind Leclerc. So it's like, oh, I'm a hardworking soldier. God, reward me. <laughs> but no, then the safety car came at the wrong time after he had pitted. And now it was favoring Lewis. And Lewis didn't have to pit again. And he had kept like his track position. Which the gamble for Russell and his team was, oh, when he pits, he undercuts everyone ahead of him. They all had to pit. But the safety car ruined it. And he ended up being stuck where he got to. Which was, you know, unfortunate, but yeah. Do you have anything else to say? <laughs> Apart from the fact that when they told him that Lewis had pitted and didn't need to pit again, he he used a swear word that had to be, you know, beeped out. Yeah, baby dragon. I mean, he did well. <laughs> I was very proud of him till he decided to do that. And I was like, hey. Another selfish what? guy. <laughs> When you do something and we are going to applaud you, then you do something else. Hey. Well, I get him as well. It, mm. He did a lot of work, so not to enjoy the fruit of his labor, it's it's kind of sad. But that's also on Mercedes kind a bit, a bit because if they had a car to match McLaren, he yeah, could have also been yeah. yeah. So that's that's also on them and their so-called upgrades so we talk about how Aston martin has fallen off yes we can and then we can talk about how true you be be we will be back <laughs> um Aston martin i don't understand but the alonso hype train we've all gotten off either the engine in the hype train got spoiled or something <laughs> i don't know what happened but we are off the train because for some reason, I don't know if they've already run out of tan wind tunnel time. If it's more like people are upgrading, I think we we, we spoke yeah. about this here. So people are upgrading to meet them. So it's like they just fell Not to meet them to pass them to pass them at this point to pass them because yeah. So it's like they 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 are just caught in there. And if it keeps going that way and people keep on getting better. They'll also run out of winter no time. Then it's like everything is just gone. So I'm wondering, like, did they bring any upgrades to this race or any of the other races? Or the issue is they are just staggering their progress and they will bring an upgrade and it'll go like boom. I think they've had upgrades. They might have they but should like have minor had like upgrades, one. right? I don't remember there being some package B. I can't remember what team didn't bring upgrades to Silverstone, but there was only one team, or at most two, that didn't. And I'm not sure which team. So it might be one of the, they might be one of the teams that didn't bring any upgrades. So maybe they've not brought major upgrades yet. So there's hope, but it's not looking great. So I have to remove them. Please remind me. I have to remove them from. My... Oh yeah. From my fans. Oh my god. Yes. I keep forgetting. And I want to say Oscar Piastri is worth the eight million. If right now he's worth ten million, car, I'll pay. Ah, the boy can drive. The boy can drive. Stroll, you cost me money. You cost me money. After what ten seasons in F one. Is this how we drive? 
still, both Alpines were, you know, retired from the race. They are not having a good time at all. Do you know that in the past, in one race, McLaren got more points than they have in the past nine races? Hmm. In the past, how many? Was this the 10th race or the 9th race? I've lost track because of Imola. I think it was... If, if Red Bull has, has won 11 races, then it's 11. Hey, okay. <laughs> Whatever be the case... They got 29 points combined before Silverstone and now 30 points at their city together. Wow. 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 Ambulance. Wow. Have they, have they passed Alpine? By now they passed Alpine, isn't it? Yes. So, yeah, um, that's so terrible. Like, Alpine didn't meme. even score one. No. There's this meme where Oscar was being, um, mm, interviewed about. Yes how Alpine and McLaren has passed Alpine and then Alonso was standing in the back and he was grinning. <laughs> so it's like two <laughs> two former drivers they're like hey, 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 hey. But, yeah McLaren has passed Alpine so it's not looking wow. great at all and considering the new form I, McLaren's new form is just like it's as long as it's not a one-track wonder, let's that's also possible. But to be fair, last weekend to the same thing, so yeah, yeah. There's more. Is I I feel like even with Verstappen and Red Bull dominating, there's a lot that's happening around, like, including Christian parts. Horner inviting all the drivers to a barbecue at his house. Oh, nice. These are only half the drivers came. I wonder who they are. He didn't mention names. But I know Lewis Hamilton was not there. We would go for a dinner somewhere else rather than go to to Honor's house. Hey, uh, Honor, me invite me. You shouldn't come. Me, I'll come. No, as in Lewis is the one. Uh, but uh, me, I'll go. <laughs> Why not? Please. Please, please, we are povos. We'll go. I'll go. I'll we go. have no shame. I'll even go and play with the kids. <laughs> the kids. The one who, whose favorite driver is Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> She's my favorite. My favorite too. Um, but yeah, I feel like um, a lot of things are happening. Even with um, Kali, we literally did not know how the top 10 was going to line up. Like, we didn't know how the grid was going to end up because anything could happen and we're seeing Albon there and we're seeing the McLarens too doing things and then we're seeing the Ferraris performing badly alongside Mercedes so it's like a lot was happening you get so there's dominance and you can count on Verstappen, on Verstappen winning like all the races and being P1 world champion on both um, tables so he will be world champion and he will win the constructors to buy himself. So, but there will be enough happening to keep us entertained. If you are into that kind of thing, if you are not into just championship battles, then you have enough to, you know, sink your teeth into. So that's that. Um, I just saw what Carlos said too. 
D-A-Z-N will say that's in Spain and I got angry again. He literally said, if you're wearing for the safety car, I would have finished ahead of Leclerc because I was much faster than him. What? You would have finished ahead of him because they ruined his strategy and pulled him into the pits. It had nothing to do with speed. Like, how can you fabricate things like this? Anyway, guys, I've spent the whole weekend ranting, trust me. And I'm biased. That one is true. I'm a Shao fan. But please, guys, come on. Okay, DM me. Let's talk about it. Me now, I'm looking for somebody to fight. I already did some fighting. We'll talk about it the next episode. <laughs> well, not the next episode. The episode where we review Silverstone. Um, so P1, Max Verstappen 2. Norris, third is Hamilton, then there's Piastri, Russell, Checo in P6, um, Alonso in P7, Albon in P8, then there's Leclerc and Sainz, again ninth and 10th, uh, 11th is Sargent, 12th is Bottas, 13th is Ilkenberg, 14th is Stroh, 15th is Joganyu, and then um sixteenth is Chunoda, seventeenth is Devries, and then Gasly, Magnussen and Ocon DNF. So hey, Magnussen caught fire like a freaking Viking. Vikings and fire the togetherness. Mm. <laughs> yeah, anything else? We are so exhausted. We need to catch some Z's. No, that is all for today. I'm trying to um actually there's one more thing. I'm trying to load up the fantasy league so we can see how we also line up. While she's loading it up, don't forget to look out for the next episode we have, which would be our interview with our Alpine friend Neha. Yes, I would like to call him my friend, you know. We'll be we'll be catching up. <laughs> um, yeah. So please listen out for us. We had a very insightful conversation. It was very interesting to record. I learned I personally learned a lot. So look out for that one. And then look out for another episode we will release on the whole Silverstone experience, right? So for those of you who weren't able to tune into the last time we did this, which was really only for Kali, this time we'll give you the tips you need, like traveling, lodging, um, how to get there, how to leave. Honestly, you Gosh. need these tips. You will <laughs> not get it anywhere and you need it. You need it's very it. important. Whether or not you need a fast track ticket, maybe Saturday you do, Sunday maybe not. Or it depends on the gates you get into. Like these are tips that we can help you with. So tune into that one. And we would also have a few trackside interviews that we did incorporated into that episode. So you can hear from other people of color who were present and how they got into the sport. Okay, so I'm actually up in this um, for, for Silverstone. I don't understand, but I'm just going to go through the top five. This is interesting because we have three teams being second. At P1, I've never seen this name, is 
M Mad Max and P2 is RRM Builders. P2 is Tifosi Pikachu. Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> and still on P2 is Zaneta team. Zaneta, can hey, you Zaneta. share with What's me? What's the secret? What's the secret? Because I'm tired. <laughs> I'm going to copy your teams. <laughs> and P5 is Don RS. Oh, Don RS. That's in DRS. Don mm -hmm. RS F1. Congratulations. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know your gender, so yeah, you are doing great. Um, in terms of the overall um rate rankings, it's still the same, really. The same people are still in the top five, so it's still looking good for them. Congratulations to them as well. And you mentioned their names. How do they know that they are still? They know themselves. Chiefs races. <laughs> Team. As long as you listen to this, you know them. R A E Q two or Z. Can you DM me and let me know if it's <laughs> R A E Q two or R A E Q Z? Um, R R M Builders and Scuderia Habibi. Same people in top five. So there are two people that me I didn't know were inside. The R M M Builders and the person you said should DM you. I I haven't heard of them. Oh, Ari, oh, Ari QDA, he has, he or she has been there for, they have been there for a while. Um, but RRM builders is usually like in the top 10. Mm. So around. Okay, so, guys. Thank, thank you for you coming so to our Ferrari ranting session as per usual. Silverstone was great. We enjoyed the race. It got, it was getting slow at a point, but it picked up again. It was a lovely time. And we'll share, we have a lot of drama to share and discuss. So just listen to the next episode. I think after that spa, whenever we have a break between races, we will release that episode and you will enjoy it. Thanks yeah. for listening. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another tell friend. another friend. Thank you. Epicent Streets here to stay. Also, if you had large size at any point in this podcast, I am very sorry. <laughs> I was yawning. So, yeah. We got that. Catch yawning on the podcast. Shout outs to Roscoe's Briefs. Mm. Please last. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>